Welcome to the Divine Lotus Healing Show. I'm your host, Laura West. We cover energy medicine, spiritual topics, and natural plant-based medicine. Learn how to live your most soul-centered, high-vibe, holistic lifestyle. Join me on the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another channeled message with me, your host, Laura West, and the Council of Light, the divine light beings who have been coming through me for about over a decade now. <laughs> and um, before they come through today with a message that is very special, they let me have a preview starting about 12 hours ago. So I have a sort of semi sense of what they're going to talk about. I just want to share with you what's on deck for um, the month of March and the offerings that I've got going on in my holistic healing practice for you all. So starting now, March April, May, June, and July, I've got some Reiki classes coming up. And for those of you who've been waiting for the enrollments to open for those, they're all live and they're all open. On March 23rd, which all of this stuff I'm gonna mention is a Saturday offering. Um, so March 23rd is Reiki Level 1. It's the Shoden Japanese Reiki class, and it's here in my Cambridge office. You can always take the online course offerings. There's an evergreen content for the Reiki Level 1 and the Reiki Level 2 classes in my online course platform. Several years ago, I had a live class here in my Cambridge office recorded by a professional videographer, and you can always take that um, if you can't come to a live class date. And coincidentally, for those of you who sign up for those online courses, if you're in the Boston area and you can ever drop in on one of my live teaching classes, you're welcome to do so. I don't mind if you swap between taking the online version and popping into a live class. Just send me an email and we can coordinate it together. So after the level one class comes the level two class, which is Okuden which is the Japanese level two Reiki, and that's on April 20th. And then Reiki Master is three months long. It's broken up into three different classes. It starts on May 18th. There's another uh, class on June 22nd, and then there's a class in July, the third class. You have to be able to come to all three of those classes um, in order to take that. But all of those uh, enrollment op opportunities are open right now on my website. Coming up again here in March, there's a couple of other classes that I want you to know about. Our psychic and spiritual development class that is beloved by so many of you is on March 9th and registration is always open for those. I offer them once a month all year long and you know you can sign up for any of those that work for you. They're drop-in sessions, so it's not like you have to come to a series of classes to get out of it what you're hoping to get out of it. You can come to just one. You can come to whatever suits your schedule. You can come to all of them in a row if you want to really dedicatedly work on your skills. It doesn't matter. It's whatever fits your schedule. And then same is also true for the March 16th Self Reiki Practice class. That class is offered online uh, through Zoom um, because I have a large 
uh, contingency of folks from all over the world that like to drop into these classes and um, participate in those. The psychic development class that I just talked about and all the Reiki classes that I just talked about are in the Cambridge office, but this self-Reiki practice class is offered through Zoom. And it's a couple of hours to refresh and to nourish and to go through a self-Reiki protocol. And then we practice with some of the um, Reiki, uh, Reiki uh, Japanese, <laughs> Reiki um, practices, and there's some chanting and some mantras and some lovely energy experiences through the Japanese Reiki lens. Okay, so now that you know about all of that, I just want to say I am so grateful to be able to be here with you in this way and to share uh, the Council of Light all this time and all these uh, messages that I've shared throughout the years. It's never lost on me, the gratitude and the specialness of what I get to do for you. I didn't intend to ever do this in my life. It just has found me and the skill sets have developed over the years. And here I am all these years later, all these years later as a professional helping you and giving you this information. By the way, if you ever want to have a private one-on-one -on -one session where you're hearing directly from the Council of Light and you're asking questions, you can sign up for a spiritual intuitive guidance session with me on my website and I'm happy to bring them through for you as we look at the knowledge and the insights and um, the information that you want to get in your life. So cheers, here we go. I'm going to take a sip of water and then I'm going to let them start their talking. Greetings to you all, you bright blessed beings there on that earth plane. We are the Council of Light and we are here once again to say hello and how do you do? And it is nice to see you and be here with you. We are technically always with you because we are light source from the all source and we never dissipate, we never disappear, we never shrink or go away. We are always a constant presence of energy frequency, and we are always with humanity. Because as we've told you in many of our past channeled messages, that we are tasked with helping humanity grow along your continuum of your journey through each of your lifetimes over and over and over again. We come to you in different forms, and in this capacity, we are coming to you through the voice box of this woman, and we've been doing so with her for quite a long time. And we say that with quotes because to us, time is inconsequential. It is always the now, and it is always ever present where we are from. For you as humans in your lifetimes, as you go through your stages of development, you start off as infants, and then you move into adolescence and childhood, and then you move into your teenage years and your young adulthood, and then your adulthood, and then your elderhood, and then you decrease your energies and your life forces until you expire from your physical shells called bodies. And so you mark that arc of energy as it builds and crests and depletes itself through the course of quote unquote time. It's not bad for you to use that structure called time to mark the sequence of events that happen in your lives. It's actually a great organizational tool that you've given yourselves as humans. Now, 
as we are here talking to you today about your humanness and the things that you've done in the past to help support yourselves in staying organized, we want to bring through a special category of energy frequency that has its own consciousness that you cohabitate there on the earth plane with, and yet many of you forget that you can talk to it and learn from it and know information that it wants to share with you. And that is the information and the knowledge that comes from the source of the animal frequency there on that earth plane. All the winged, finned, and many-legged creatures that live on that earth plane have knowledge. They have sentience. They have creativity. They have their own emotionality, and they have their own desire to be able to support themselves in that earthly structure like you humans do. And you some of you, the shamans, the high priestesses, the ones that are sacredly connected to the spiritualness around you, understand how to listen to their words, their knowledge, their information as it is shared with you in different ways. But for most of humanity, the colloquial you of humanity, you have forgotten that you can listen, you can understand, you can interpret, you can tune in, you can feel the frequency and the vibration, the messages of the animal kingdom. They are always presenting themselves to you and they always have information to share with you. And so now we would like to take a pause from our speaking as we normally do in most of our channeled messages. And we would like to let them as a collective consciousness come through the voice box of this woman to tell you some things that they've been trying to share with you over the course of time. And it's been very hard for them to get your attention your lives are very busy, you're full of technology streams, you're plugged into your digital worlds, you're less connected to the natural world around you, you have forgotten to understand that there is an interpretation of animal symbology when it presents itself to you in your lives. They've been coming to you clearly. They put themselves in front of you with your visual eyes as you're driving or walking or noticing things out the window and yet you forget to tune in and listen to what they have to say. They've turned to digital arenas where they present themselves on television shows and they have things to say to you underneath the current of the frequency of the narrator who's talking about what they're doing. They have brought themselves to you through songs and when artists write music that includes the animals, they have a frequency that channels itself underneath the song artistry and the lyrics of the author and you have forgotten to listen to that. They come to you through pictures on your screens, through screensaver images, or through images that digital wildlife photographers have taken of them, and you are forgetting to read into what they have imprinted as code and their messaging that they want to say to you while you're looking at the images. You have simply just taken face value. This is the image, and it's beautiful to look at. And so they're coming to you now in this way because they want to share with you in a very clear way what they have to say. So we will pause our talking and we will let them come through. When they are finished talking, we will come back and we will leave you with a closing salutation. And then we will let Laura come back on board and wrap up for you in her human form. Hello, and thank you for this time 
and this opportunity. We are the animal kingdom. We are the winged, the finned, and the many-legged. And we come to you much like the Council of Light come to you. We are individual beings that have individual consciousnesses and identities and singular soul forms. And yet in this space here and now, we are speaking to you from the colloquial we, unit of one voice. And we want to come to you so clearly today and share with you that there is something you've been forgetting to do with us as you are trying to figure out how to sustain your own life force frequency on that earth plane in that space of deterioration. You know that you as humans are coming up against a firm deadline in the near future of your lifetimes about the security of taking care of the planet in its balance with its energy and its sustainability and the use of its resources, you still have time to turn your ship around and you still have time to balance things so that generation after generation after generation of your humans going forward can enjoy the earth like the generations before you have been able to enjoy it without the depletion of resources, without the overproduction of trash, and without the tipping of the balance of the climate to make it unsustainable. We too are experiencing this with you. We too are noticing the changes and we too are having to figure out timings that are different for our natural rhythms, our ebbs and flows, because for those of us who migrate from one place to another during seasonal changes, and we time our migrations for the blooming of certain plants, for the blossoming of certain insect populations, for the attribution of certain temperature changes that take place for us to thrive when we arrive in the new location, it's not working anymore. Things are rapidly becoming moved around in that structure or that calendar of organization <laughs> in the natural elements. And we too are trying to understand how to fit ourselves into a new dynamic. Our biology of our cells is trying to play fast forward so that we can have shortened times of the cycle of generation of birth. It takes less time, for example, for an egg to go through its cycle inside its egg to be hatched and birthed into the entity of the animal that it wishes to become because we're recognizing that the timing is shorter. Or, for example, we are noticing that we have to leave earlier when we're migrating from place to place. Or if we stay in one place all the time, and the resources in that space are dwindling, we are noticing that we need to start moving farther out of the boundaries from what we've been used to living in to find our resources as they are moving farther and farther out from where we were, are normally used to having them be. And inside all of this change that we also are navigating as the animal kingdom, we would like to remind you that you as humans, and we as animals can work together in relationship of partnership to step into a place of stewardship that rights the imbalances that are currently taking place. For those of you who can hear us, feel us, 
sense us, know us in the sacredness of what we have to communicate, whether you're feeling what we have to communicate as emotion or you are hearing what we have to communicate through thought form in your mental capacity of your intuitive mind, or you are knowing what we have to communicate in your thought form of intuitive knowingness inside your frequency of vibration, start to pay extra attention to what we are saying. We have contributions that we can make. We know things that can be done. We know routines that can be tried, can be moved, can be shifted. From our animal lens with the planet, just as much as you as humans know that you can be curbing your carbon emissions and changing your materials usages and curbing your use of certain frequencies of emission-based products, etc., etc. So please remember to utilize our information and our knowledge base. And there is so much that we have to share. We are in sister and brotherhood and friendshiphood and familyhood and neighborhood relationship with you as humans. We cohabitate with you on this earth, this physicality, and we know the nuances. We know how to support moving into balance in ways that come from the animal world. It might sound unfamiliar to you because of your human lens of how you utilize the world around you, but it is still just as valid and just as important to participate in working with. We, you know, we don't walk around on the earth plane drinking out of plastic containers. We don't sit in dwellings and cool them off with air conditioners like all of you humans do, but we do have certain ways that we utilize drinking or retaining moisture. We do have certain ways that we utilize cooling ourselves off in the natural world around us and we can support you and give you that guidance so that you know what to do to help us as we continue to balance and harmonize our frequencies. You so often think that you are the apex predators, you are the apex learners, you are the apex group on the earth plane because of the consciousness of your minds. And while that may be true in some capacities as humans, you forget that there are other modalities of being in existence in the earth plane. And as animals in the animal kingdom, we are just as valuable. We are just as important. We do it just a little bit differently. And it doesn't mean that it's less than the human way of doing things. It means that it's equal, but it's just a different framework. And so as you as humans begin to think about how you can quote unquote save animals as you try and save the planet, you don't need to think of us as being saved, rather think of us as people who are at the table of counselship, personhoods who have things to contribute. <laughs> and we might have a different framework for the way we contribute our ideas, but it's still valuable for you to listen. Our message for you today is not one of specificity. We're not going to give you the, the antidote and the continued specifics of what we want to see or what we are doing or how we help make changes on the earth plane. 
because it is vast and varied and there's a classification of us that is so large that there's any number of things that could be listened to, could be done, could be heard about. Our message to you today as we come through this lady's voice box is to remind you to listen to us in whatever ways you do. Some of you like to walk in nature. Some of you like to meditate. Some of you like to call on us as deva spirits. Some of you like to use us as animal spirit guides. Some of you like to have us as pets in your homes. Some of you like to visit us in aquariums or in zoos or in wildlife preservation society places. Some of you like to read about us or watch us on the television. While you're doing all of those things in all of those ways, as you're connecting with us and you're noticing us and you're coming across us, whether it's digital or print or auditory or physical, you can begin to listen to the subconscious messaging that we have to share with you. We are emitting our knowledge. We are sharing our frequency of words with you in a subtler form of how to take care of the world. And we have things to say to you always that's like a running currency and a network of frequency that's below the consciousness frequency of your humanness at all times. And so we invite you to slowly begin to mindfully turn inward, to begin to assess the joyful currencies or the inquisitive currencies that run through you as you begin to notice us. And the more you begin to pay attention to the subtleties and the frequency discrepancies, when you feel us, notice us, see us, sense us, and the like, you'll start to more clearly hear us and understand the tiny micro actions that each of you can do as humans individually to make a colloquial bigger impact of a whole. It only takes one person to start with one tiny little action and if enough one persons take enough one actions, you suddenly have a global movement of action that is collectively taken. And so we approach you as the whole today as we give this message out. And yet we are individually saying to each one of you by yourselves, slowly start to tune in on your individual frequency to hear us and you will know what to do. Some of you will get a sense that you need to volunteer with organizations. Some of you will get a sense that you need to do things specifically in your own backyard. Some of you will get a sense that you need to do policy work or to lobby or to canvas your neighborhoods to sway public opinion. Some of you will get a sense that you need to make changes within your family routines with the things you use or the things you do. It's different for everyone. And we have suggestions that are endless and ever boundless. And we're so glad that we got to come here today. And we're so glad that we got to remind you that we matter, we count, we're here. <laughs> we're working to save the world just like you are. It's not only you that has to carry the yoke and the burden of change on your backs. We too are doing it. We've been in cohabitation with you for eons since the dawn of time. And since the tiny little amoeba-like structures started to grow in the oceans, 
all those millennia ago and we all morphed and changed and grew into the structural cells that we all are now of the winged, the finned, the many-legged, and the human. <laughs> so thanks for listening to us. Thanks for taking this into consideration. We are but one of the many consciousnesses that cohabitate with you on the earth plane and we're glad that we could share this with you today. It brings us a lot of joy knowing that you are willing to listen. It brings us a lot of joy that you're willing to remember. It brings us a lot of joy knowing that you have participated in collaborating with us in these ways and that you're going to move forward with more concentrated collaboration based on what you've heard from us today. So thanks. And the next time you see us in the animal kingdom, know that we have put ourselves there purposefully to say hello and to get your attention. Nothing is random. We are always saying hi. We are always walking with you on this path of life. And we look forward to continuing to do so. We'll see you around. <laughs> okay. So... Wasn't that lovely listening to the animal kingdom as they came to you as a collective voice of we, much like we do here in the Council of Light. We want to point out a teachable lesson here as they were wrapping up what they were saying to you. They shared that they are but one of many consciousnesses that come to cohabitate with you on the earth plane. And as the Council of Light, we are not cohabitating with you on the Earth. We come from Source, which is in a different space-time continuum that is also subitized all around you in the now on the Earth, but we don't come from the Earth. And we want to say that there are many other frequencies that are cohabitating with you on the Earth, such as the Plant Kingdom and also other kinds of consciousnesses of other light and other dimensional being frequencies and other interspace connectedness travelers and other entities of source that come from different dimensions that are cohabitating and they make their presence known. Those are other things that we'll talk about at other times. And in the past, in many of our other channel messages, for example, the plant kingdom has come to you very clearly in a channeled message several years ago when the woman who is letting us use her voice box to come through to you brought forward the element of the trees and the consciousness of the tree energy and what it wanted to say to you. And so many of you were moved to take action to help support the trees after they came through her voice box. And so we're hoping that you are going to be able to listen to the animal kingdom in the coming days, weeks, months, years ahead and start paying attention to what it is always sharing, what it is always saying, what it is, what it is always doing to move forward in the earth like you as humans are moving forward in and trying to balance and figure out because it is valuable and it has lovely information to share with you, just like the trees did. So start paying attention. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for listening to our words here today. 
As always, we are the Council of Light and we wrap you in a golden blanket of light to nourish you and sustain you and hold you ever so tight until we are to see you again and speak with you the next time we have a message to share with you. Thank you very much for listening to our words here today and for letting us step out of the way to bring the animal kingdom to share their words as well. We will speak to you again soon. Namaste, adieu, and goodbye for now. All right, this is Laura again. Welcome back. It's like three hops, right? The animal kingdom, then the council of light, and now me as the human talking to you. I feel like layers are being lifted. So it's very fascinating to think about what the animal kingdom just shared because they've been coming quite a bit um, to me. They come all the time, of course, to this uh, space. I'm in my holistic healing office with you right now. If you're watching me on video, you're seeing the room around me and you know what it looks like. Um, there's windows in this space. I am in a back corner of the building, so I have two windows on either side, and it's just lovely. We look out of the, into the tops of the trees, and very frequently, um, animals make themselves known during client sessions, and there's a whole range of animal symbolism that can be available to clients during uh, their sessions, and so often I will say, the woodpecker came or the squirrel came or the hawk came or the blue jay came and this is what it means for you during the work we were just doing together um but also animals have been coming through in my personal awareness over the last couple of weeks in specific ways through um particularly documentaries on television i watch a lot of public television in particular i am very proud to be a public television and public radio philanthropist i donate a lot of my resources to those two outlets and it's something that brings me great joy um, i grew up as a public television and public radio kid <laughs> and i've continued that journey um, in my own adult life and now i'm raising a public television and public radio son as well but a lot of the documentaries that I've been watching on television in particular um, have had the currency or the frequency of knowledge that the animal kingdom has just talked about in their message to you running through the undercurrent of whatever the documentary is and the narrator is talking about things that are happening in the screen. But I'm hearing with my psychic mind, my intuition, my knowingness of their collective consciousness that they have other things to say and I've been hearing those things in particular in ways that relate specifically to me and my family and things that we can do to help impact their um, frequency on the earth plane and how to help them and how to collaborate with them to make the earth very sustainable for the long-term future. And it's really interesting to open that concept up to you in this capacity as well and invite you into that same kind of understanding and that same kind of frequency. Um, for those of you who come through my psychic and spiritual development classes, you understand that we are always opening to these frequencies and we're always developing an understanding of how to connect with that kind of source. If you're somebody who does that in other ways, fantastic, good for you. There's not a right or a wrong way to subscribe to how to do this. Um, and if you're someone who's listening to these ideas that I'm sharing right now and you're saying, huh, that's really interesting, but I don't know how to do it. 
One way is to simply sit down with a picture in front of you in your space in a meditative state. Either conjure an image in your mind's eye or invite the awareness of an animal of some kind to come into your space in your frequency in your mental capacity and just ask, do you have a message to share with me? You're going to feel like you are talking to yourself. You're going to feel like you are making it up. <laughs> you're going to feel like it is you that is creating the answer, but your practice is to start trusting that you are hearing from source that is not yourself. You're hearing from intelligence that comes from without you, outside yourself, and it is animalistic in nature and that it does have things to share. It might share a feeling, it might share an emotion, it might share a sense of a message of some kind. It might share direct words that you hear or know or suddenly understand. Very rarely do I ever see the animal talking and its mouth moving. I get an interpretive sense, a felt sense, my psychic knowingness sense of what it's trying to communicate to me. And actually that happens a lot with my two cats at home. We have adopted uh, rescue kittens. There are over a year old now, so they're not kittens anymore, but we adopted them from the shelter and I have a lovely relationship with them where I am listening to them intuitively as I'm petting them on the couch or I'm feeding them their food or they're waiting and greeting me when I get home at the end of the day. Um, and it's a nice way to be in relationship with them. So I hope that today's work has percolated some wonderings for you. I hope that today's messaging has piqued some curiosity and some interest for you into the world of the animal kingdom and how to be in relationship with it rather than being dominating as the apex humans over it. And um, if you start to have experiences where you're understanding the knowingness and the connectedness with the animal kingdom around you, share that with me. Leave me a comment. Reach out. It would be really interesting to hear back and to uh, hear how the connections are going for all of you. Thank you so, 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 so much for being here with me today. I've quite enjoyed this time with you and I look forward to the next time I'm to see you. Thanks. Mwah. Be well. Have a takeaway from today's episode? Visit my blog to leave a comment or take a screenshot and tag Divine Lotus Podcast on social media. Also, be sure to leave a positive review over on Apple Podcasts to help these episodes reach more divine people who are just like you. It helps to build our community of spiritual beings, and it helps me to know what you're enjoying most from my show. Looking for more inspired action in your life? Visit me at DivineLotusHealing.com for one-on-one -on -one work, courses, essential oils, and a number of my memberships that help you live a divinely connected lifestyle. Want to connect with me on social media? You can find me on Instagram, where I hang out most often, under my business handle, Divine Lotus Healing.